All right, man, I've got a random thought for you. This is something that crossed my mind this week, and you're going to probably find yourself wondering, what, what, what the hell's wrong with this guy? So I, I find myself all the time, I don't know if you're like this, but I, I, I hear certain phrases and certain sayings a lot, and it makes me want to go find out where the hell the phrase came from, right? So it's, a, it's, a, <laughs> so it's funny, full disclosure, it's a big topic in my household because my lovely wife mixes up phrases like the day is long. Like <laughs> I mean, we'll literally start one phrase and end another one and somehow combine them. And I'm like, where did that come from? So it's really, really funny. It's very hilarious and completely adorable. But this week I found myself wondering where a certain phrase that we use literally all the time came from. You know what that phrase is? It's eating your own dog food. <laughs> so do you know where that phrase comes from? I'm going to venture a guess, but I'm going to get this wrong. Okay, yeah, tell um, me. Most of the really weird phrases like that that I usually hear usually come from presidential elections. Uh, it's it, it like like get the ball rolling, like crap like that. But I know I'm wrong on this. Where, where does it actually come from? Well, that's that's a pretty good guess. That's an educated guess. That was actually way better than my initial thought. It was like, oh yeah, okay, this has got to be something real simple and easy. So this came it came from Microsoft in the '80s. Okay, and now, 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 this fact is a little bit debated. So obviously, this is you know we call this uh, you know other shows we listen to call this half-ass internet research. That's what this is. <laughs> um, so they were actually referencing their software companies to use their own internally generated tools when they're developing. So the gist of it is is that a dog food is of that high quality that it's advertised to consumers, then it should be good enough that a person can eat it as well. So I just thought that was so funny that what a phrase that, I mean, they just decided to eat their own dog food in the Microsoft days. Um, this is terrible. I, I shouldn't admit this, but there is literally some new treats downstairs for my dog. <laughs> Don't say it. Don't say it. And no, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't actually yet, <laughs> but I didn't realize I, I, cause for those of you that don't know me, uh, I have, I have two dogs and I have a child. Um, now, sometimes the way those snacks look sitting on the counter, <laughs> I mean, the packaging was beautiful. I was like, oh, this is something, this is something Lane brought in. And so it's going to be, and I was this close. And then I like kind of looked at it. I was like, oh, it's dog food. So yeah, anyways, uh, <laughs> what are we talking about? You're like, today? where the hell did that come from? I swear there's a reason no, I thought beautiful. of that. It's beautiful. I, I thought of that because today we're going to actually talk about why we're doing what we're doing, why we, we feel like podcasting is seriously the ultimate marketing tool i love it because it's like i've been doing podcasting for a long time uh but we we finally were just like uh all of the data says it's time to get serious with this and so why 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 is that something that we're like okay let's not just do one podcast a week let's get silly with it and so <laughs> you, let's let's talk about it let's dive in let's do it So obviously I want to talk about, I mean, we, we, we've, we've talked about this a lot recently and how, how podcasting has really morphed into this, I mean, good grief, this giant over time has become such an insanely huge medium, but it's also at the same time become a really, really good marketing tool. And it leads me to the reason that I wanted to make sure to ask you some things here today, because I want to figure out why we're eating our own dog food just by recording this podcast. And you know, that's not where it ends. There's there's, there's so much more to get into. So, I mean, let's just start at the beginning. So talk about, I mean, where were you first? Because I'm still trying to remember the first time I listened to a podcast. I don't even know. But where were you first introduced to podcasts? 
I, you know, this is, this is like 2012, 2013 that like people in my, in the digital marketing space start talking about podcast and, you know, I'm like, okay, what's a podcast? Um, and then I, I, somebody sent me one and I can't even remember which pod the first one that I listened to was, but somebody sent me one and I was like, oh, so it's AM radio. Like <laughs> that's true. I yeah. Mean, yeah. I mean, it's, it's basically what we would think of as AM radio, which is like really episodic type of content or uh, com- social commentary. And I was like, this is basically convenient AM radio, except for the problem was, is it wasn't that convenient at the time. Like I was like, cool, but like, how do I listen to a podcast again? Like it was a, it was a whole journey trying to get to the podcast. Once I did it, it was a great experience, but I was like, this is not easy. Um, and then like a couple of years later, you know, we start seeing Apple really, really buy into this. Hmm. And so, you know, the iPhone comes out several years back, obviously at this point, uh, we're, we're way down the road with that, but the iPhone comes out and the strategy behind the iPhone you know, really got into, okay, we're going to build this world that you can hold in the palm of your hand. Um, not only can you browse the internet, but we're going to build this, you know, this app area. One of the apps that they really invested hard in because they saw this is a huge potential for us to actually corner a market and be a device that people consume a certain kind of content on is podcast. And so Apple got really, really deep into podcast. And, you know, that was like sort of the, the first hardcore thing. And so when I really started, you know, being like, oh, this is a thing is when not only did I, and I, I can't remember the year, but not only was Apple doing, you know, the podcast app and things like that, but they were very much charting popularity of podcast. Mm. And so this is when I got really interested in podcast and I did an experiment. Um, and I don't talk about this experiment a lot, but I did this experiment. And at the time there's like some really, really big podcasters out there that are doing some cool things. Podcasters that we know today, like Joe Rogan, um, Pat Flynn, you know, like people that have been doing this thing for a very, very long time that I, I've enjoyed. And I was like, let's let's do an experiment. So we had a podcast, we threw a podcast up, we did the first few episodes, and uh, getting back to why we build list, uh, I had this list that I'd been building of customers for a while, and I and I told my customers, I started a podcast. It's a new thing. Um, you know, I know you know about podcasts, but like, here's how you go listen. And I literally built a page, Marshall where we were like walking them through the step-by-step of how to find the podcast, if they wanted to leave wow. a review, how that how that worked. <laughs> yeah. And so we sent these folks this, and this is one of those dirty pool things. And, you know, forgive me, Apple. Uh, but I told <laughs> I told my people, if you leave a review, we'll send you a bonus. And I, and I didn't tell them leave a good review. I just said leave a review of the actual podcast. Sure. And we'll give you we'll give you something for free on the back end if you can like send me a picture of the of the review that you sent. Yeah. And so I thought this would be a cool way to try to climb up the podcast charts. I didn't realize how well it was actually going to work. And at the time, this you could do this. You can't do this anymore because there's way too many people, podcasts, way too much competition. And there's way too many people listening. So it's a much bigger, bigger thing. But we were literally in the top three podcasts in the world for a, you know a weekend. You know, and I remember when I passed Joe Rogan because Joe Rogan was a big deal even back then. Not not sure. like today. Like to today, it's a whole thing. But I remember when we passed Joe Rogan, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is a lot of visibility." I started getting phone calls from people, and they were like, "You know, hey, do you want to do you want to do this deal? Do you want to like people actually hitting me up privately for opportunities?" And I guess what what hit me at that point was like, "Oh." This is a outlet to a world that you can get if your content's good 
and you have people listening to it, you can get places very, very quickly. Now, as things started to evolve, it got harder and harder to do those kinds of things. You can't pull that off in the same way anymore. But the utility of podcasts, and this is what I think is the topic of our discussion or a big topic of our discussion today, the utility of podcasts is actually much bigger than having a charting podcast. You don't have to be on the charts anywhere for a podcast to be extremely valuable. And I know that we're going to cover a lot of that uh, today. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think, and, and I, you know, you know me, I like to dig into the past and, and, and figure out the journey of how you got here and even kind of like, you know, your own personal habits. So tell me about like, I mean, are you got, do you have some podcasts right now that you find yourself <laughs> listening to all the time? And and then also like, how have your, how have your habits from a podcast listening ship standpoint changed over time and, 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 and the space because of your knowledge of the space, how do you, how do you kind of navigate the whole world? Because you're right. It's, I mean, it is a, a thick, thick market now. Yeah. One of the cool things, you know, is, um, I travel a lot, uh, these days, um, and podcasts are sort of my go-to choice for when I'm traveling because I don't have to sit and watch something, uh, which is nice. But, uh, in terms of my go-to podcast, you know, from a, from a perspective, like a business side, uh, I'm really, really big into how I built this with Guy Ross, like amazing podcast about entrepreneurs, businesses, how they built, uh, what they built and sort of the movements that were behind those things. Um, yep. Smart Passive Income with Pat Flynn. Pat is a pioneer in podcasting and the mechanics of how to grow a podcast. And so just if, if you're, you're into, you know, if you're into entrepreneurship, especially digital entrepreneurship, Pat Flynn is a cat that you want to actually, you know, go after and, and listen to because there's a lot of really, really good things um, on that podcast. Now, from there, you know, I get I get into a lot of just like, hey, when I need to step away from business for a little while, what am I after? And like, I really go towards um, a couple of like just try and true ones for me. Uh, the Always Sunny podcast because you know I've always looked at the Always Sunny guys as entrepreneurs because I know how their show started. It was very much an interesting way they started, but like it's a terrible, terrible show about the worst <laughs> people in the world. Uh, the creators will tell you this, but the podcast is very funny because the podcast is designed to be a behind the scenes of each episode as the show goes, and it almost never does that. Um, <laughs> they're almost never talking about the actual episode. They, they do a little bit, but it's mostly like behind the scenes of you know just fun stuff in their lives, and it's just interesting to get behind the scenes of those guys. Another one is Smartless. Um, Smartless is uh, absolutely amazing. I won't ruin it for anybody, but like <laughs> it is – think about three people – that are extremely famous that you didn't know were friends that are doing a podcast together and they are the worst interviewers in the world. Like just <laughs> the worst interviews. They bring on celebrities to interview them. And the idea is one of them brings on a celebrity. The other two don't know who it is. The other two try to guess who the celebrity is before they get there. And then they interview the celebrity. It's always the worst interview that you've ever heard in terms of questions that they ask, but somehow it ends up being the best inter entertainment wise. And yeah. so love those podcasts. Those are some of the things that what, what podcasts do you listen to, man? Like what are your core things? Yeah, I'm big on, I'm big on smartless. I love that. Um, <laughs> my wife uh, will drag me into the occasional, uh, crime drama. So there's a lot of like dateline that happens, um, which some of those I, you know, I always act like I'm not into them. And then 10 minutes in, I'm fully enthralled and trying to figure out if I can uh, close the case myself. Um, so that's, that goes on a lot. I also love, you know, I'm a sports nut. So I love to, 
get on those ESPN 30 for 30s because I think they're always so informational and so good and well put together and, and stuff like that. But those are all from a just kind of, you know, but I've also, um, and I, and I'm fail the names failing me right now. You might know it. Um, uh, cause I think our team kind of focused in on him, but I think there's, uh, I think his name is Tim Ferriss. Does that sound right? Oh yeah. Good old Tim Ferriss. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just, just shows like that, that are very, uh, I don't know. I, I, I consider them positive in nature because I find myself listening to those and, and they can be inspiring. I can pull like, you know, personal nuggets. I can pull professional nuggets and and stuff like that. But it's 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 funny. That's just kind of that's just kind of the world that it is. It's such a media frenzy. There's so much out there that you find yourself trying to just get attached to something that uh, it kind of clicks with you. Well, and I think the interesting thing about all of those podcasts that we talked about, and shout out to Bill Simmons, uh, you know. Oh yeah, how do we not uh, mention and, the Ringer, the whole yeah, the whole network? The, uh, but the Ringer network and, and is also Wondery. Anything by Wondery is amazing. The thing that's interesting about these particular podcasts that we just mentioned is they give you just like episodic TV stuff. Um, they give you something to look forward to every week, and. It's very much on a regular basis. It's very much you can expect that it's coming out. And it sort of gives you something that like even with the drudgery of anything that you've got to put up with with your day-to-day, it gives you something that you can lock into. And that's what people are looking into. And, and I think the thing that I really want to like put out there is while the content is always the anchor of these mm-hmm. podcasts – it's it's very much the host of the podcast giving you a look into how oh, like the access they have to the world they have. And this is where this is where I think a lot of people don't understand when they think about podcasts they're like, "Oh, I want to see this person's life or, or I'm interested in sports." No, you're interested into the access that the host has or the host or the group of hosts has to that world. That's and right. so the reason I listen to Bill Simmons is Bill Simmons has all this access that I don't have. To this i can watch a game just like bill simmons i analyze things and i think my takes are far more genius than bill simmons but i realize that bill simmons has more access than me so he is definitely more knowledgeable so that's why i listen and everything that i listen to it's really about what is the window into the world that this particular person can provide that i don't see and the, the beautiful thing about this even if you're just starting out and you don't feel like you've got a lot of access to anything your take on a world is fascinating to someone and that that's the thing that I think is really core when I think about every one we, we just mentioned, no matter if it was business, no matter if it was entrepreneurial, like or or it was just entertainment. That person has a unique window into the world, and that's why we listen to them. So taking that into sort of this next part, that that's definitely something we got to talk about. No, absolutely, and I and and you you segued it perfectly because. Every single one of those podcasts that we listen to and everyone that exists from a certain extent is there to sell you something, you know, essentially they're, they're, they're trying to market something to you. So at what point, you know, along this journey of podcasting for you, did you kind of, did it click for you to go, Hey, this is, this is how I can use a podcast to actually work within my business and actually market my business for me. So was there, was there a specific moment or has it been kind of like a gradual thing? There was a specific moment where I realized something super important. You know, we talk about your window into a world. Yeah. Okay. You know, everybody listening to this was like, well, I don't have a window. I'm just starting out. But that's the thing. That's the very meta thing about what we're talking about is every single person out there that's an expert on something or that is known for something loves to be interviewed. 
And so just by having a podcast and putting it together a certain way gives you a window that you didn't have the day before. And that's what's so interesting is people will come on your podcast. Famous people will come into your podcast. They will be interviewed by you because you've got a, you're giving them a platform. And that's the thing. Everybody likes to be positioned as the expert, even if they've already been positioned as the expert for a long period of time. So I just remember one day realizing that, you know, we've got a we've got a pretty good listenership here. We we got a pretty good base. But like even if we didn't have a base, we'd be doing podcasts just for the connections with the people that we interview. And that's the thing. When you do one of these podcasts, people will come on to be interviewed to be positioned as the expert. But once it's done and the episode's published, those people actually share the podcast that they did and with their audience that yep. they already have. And so the big thing, the big aha moment for me was I can get guests and people that would never talk to me before to come talk to me for 15, 20, 30 minutes, an hour. And then not only is that powerful that I'm going to publish that out, but they will expose me to their existing audience. And it's a way that if you're consistent, and this, this is the big key here, if you're consistent with this, this is something that is very hard not to grow into something. Now, you may not grow into somebody that has a podcast that's charting you know, on the iTunes charts, but that should absolutely never be the goal these days. That's nice if it happens. Sure. The goal is what are the connections that you can make with this medium. And the, and the very, very cool part is if you've got a computer and you've got a microphone that can hook up to that computer, um, that's all you really need to get this going. Like we, we do this video thing, man, but like not everybody has, ha you don't need the video for this thing to be very, very big. It's literally a computer and a microphone and something like, you know, we, we use riverside.fm uh, to, to record our podcast. And it's a very, very good thing for us. But there's tons of different things that you can use and put together and you can very cheaply put together a podcast that gives you access to people that you would never have access to if you didn't have that podcast. And those things can very quickly turn into opportunity. And, and that's – I remember it was just one day I was like, oh, that's what this is. <laughs> right. Okay. I got it. I got it. Yeah, and you hit the nail on the head there too. I think there's there's a uh... – I don't know, you know, thought out there that, you know, not everyone can do this. Well, bullshit. <laughs> yeah, they can. Everyone can do this. It's, 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 it comes down to, you know, whether you have something that you do essentially want to get out into the world from an, from a message standpoint. So, uh, I, we talk about obviously podcasting being one of our major tools for marketing, but obviously, and you, you touched on the fact that you need a com computer, you need a camera, you need, you know, so, some basic tools. But what are some tools that, that you're using right now that are helping kind of put your podcast to work for you from a marketing standpoint? Because I know that you're, you're, you're obviously using tools to make them happen, but then you're trying to direct people to tools in your, that, that exist in your uh, marketing space. So talk about that a little bit. Sure. So I'll just break down like kind of from top to bottom the things that we use. Um, I, I, I'm sitting here right now and I am on a Mac. Uh, doesn't matter though that you don't, you can have a Mac, you can have a PC does not matter. All I'm really doing here is, is I've got what we, this is a sure MV seven, uh, that I'm using. And I, you know, the mic is not a huge thing either. I've used a blue Yeti. I've, I've used all kinds of different, uh, different kinds of microphones. Right. Don't get locked in on the microphones at first, really get locked in on how do I get content out the door? So this is connected directly into my computer. Uh, there's not a lot of complication there. 
when we get done with the episode that we shoot on something called Riverside FM, the cool thing about Riverside, you guys, and, and, and we may be doing something differently down the road, but the cool thing about Riverside is when we're done shooting this, we have video, we have audio, um, and separate tracks. So every person has a separate track. It's not, okay, well, his audio was up here. My audio was down here and we can't do anything about it afterwards. We have separate tracks that we could actually lower things and, and everything kind of comes together the way we need to because it's, it's giving what we need. We take this, we put it into an editing program. It doesn't have to be a complicated editing program. A lot of times we'll, we'll use like ScreenFlow or Camtasia to, to get the video edited. It's, it's super, super simple overall. Then we'll take that video, we'll export the audio so that we've got a separate audio. We'll upload the video to things like YouTube, TikTok, things like that. We, so we spread it out. We use Canva to take the initial video, put clips, and then we've got social media content. We take the audio. We upload the audio to something called Anchor FM. And Anchor FM is a tool that is now owned by Spotify, which kind of makes it easy to upload. It's free, by the way. So upload your content into a, a, an area and then it sort of gets pushed out to all the places that you want to get it pushed out. iTunes, you know, Google Podcasts, things like that. And that's that's the big majority of what we're doing. Now, we use some very cool things to make our lives easier uh, on top of that. Once I have a podcast go live uh, on iTunes, um, what happens is, is I use a tool called NetEngine. And NetEngine automatically searches my podcast. It's pinging it like every hour. And if there's a new podcast that goes live, it pulls it to my website. So if you go to serialprogressseeker.com right now, that's a NetEngine site. And the podcast that comes up that's new, we don't have to go manually do that. It pulls all of the stuff from the podcast network and puts it there. Now, if we want to put show notes and things in, we can actually go edit that post and add those things. But the core of our episode, the audio is already there and it's done. Now, the other cool thing is like we're not doing this for our health. Obviously, we want to build a list. We want to send people into a funnel. And so one of the core ways that we get people into a funnel is something called Customer Engine. Customer Engine is we build our SMS list, we build our email list, and with those things, um, then we have the ability to reach out to our audience. So every time we have a podcast episode that we think, hey, this is a really good episode, we can send it out to the list. Be like, hey, check this out. Let us know what you think. But also, if we have an offer, something that we think is a good fit for our podcast people, we can send out a message and alert people that way. And that's where you take this very simple thing that we're doing, which is me and Marshall hanging out uh, like we would be doing anyway. We click record and this cycle of things happens after we get done recording that turns into a business that actually generates revenue. And now, is there a lot going on besides that? Yes, but that's the core tree. So that's the core of what we're doing. Yeah, that's got I me. Mean, that's all really, really. It's 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 incredible. The... Not only the tools that it takes to make it happen, but then how you then specifically transfer then into your tools to, for, to use from a marketing standpoint and, and using the podcast as a real megaphone. We talk about megaphones all the time and how you have all these different marketing vehicles that you want to that you want to push. And, and we're using podcasting as one of our major ones right now. And that's really, really cool. So uh, talk about, uh, you know, kind of your vision for, you know, this specific podcast and, and, and how you plan to use this as a marketing tool in your business. So one of the key things that we do is um, we've gotten incredibly good at helping experts, people that are already good at something, um, amplify what they're doing and get more customers all over the planet. Um, into their world. And so 
if I had to like boil down, you know, the the ethos, like the behind the scenes, what what Serial Progress Seeker is all about, it's how do we take experts that are used to delivering value to people and making money in a one-on-one fashion, and we give them the ability to do it in a one-to-many fashion. And so, the idea is is we have courses and programs and tools that help people do that. That's great. You know, we, we've got a large customer base that comes in, but if you're helping you know, people at the level that we are and for the length of time that we have been, you start to realize that there's a lot of people that need that and don't have it yet. They don't have any of that background knowledge. They don't even know where to look. And so we need to reach a bigger audience. The trap that we got into for a long time, and you know, this is like me talking about weaknesses in our business. The trap that we got into a long, for a long time is the only t- way you could hear about some of the stuff that we were doing is to pay us. It was it. Mm. The only like you had to literally find a buy button, and sometimes we hide those buy buttons really good because we're so smart. Um, <laughs> but we hide those buy buttons, and, and that was a problem. I was like, you know, we're not bringing in, and really, we're not serving. Like we're making good money, we're helping people, we're helping this core group of people, but like we're not really serving the way that we could be. And I think that the the base of any good business is, is are you actually serving the world? And it's like. How do we get something out there that, yes, is going to put people into our funnel? They're going to buy our courses because they're going to get to where they want to go six months, 12 months, two, three years faster than they would be without us. But how do you teach something that has a value um, to somebody that's just casually, they're not ready to buy a course. They're not ready to go in there. But how do you how do you flip their minds? And, and you said Tim Ferriss earlier, and I think this is great. We we're talking about the Tim Ferriss podcast. I remember the book from Tim Ferriss that changed my life, you know, the four-hour work week. And I remember, did I buy that from Tim? Yeah, I bought that. Tim got money from me purchasing that book. Tim got more money down the road from me purchasing other things that he did. But that book fundamentally changed the course of my life forever. And that's the thing. The value that is that came to my life from that purchase, from going into some of his funnels and to, from being in a part of his world is – it, it, it's just huge. I can't even put a number on how valuable it was. There's been those kinds of people that have come into my life forever. But how did I initially get exposed to those people? And so the mission that we're, you know, we're really here is I want this podcast to be something that, number one, um, we get to show people some things that maybe they didn't even know existed that they could do for their business so that they they can do better and they can be more free and they can have more money coming in and they can help more people in their business because that's the idea. All of our businesses help people, right? Um, but people that like have decided I'm done with my job. I'm an expert at something, but I'm done in this this way that I'm doing this. They have a way to go. The other thing though is we want to connect our audience with other people that are doing things just like us. I'm not so up my own ass to think that like I'm the end all be all. I'm definitely not. You know, I think the idea is with this medium and the way we do things, we have the ability to bring in people that are much smarter than me, are doing things much different than me. And the audience that listens to this and the audience that will be listening to it as we keep going, they get the advantage of our access, our window into the world. And so, yes, on one hand, it's a very selfish thing because, you know, full disclosure, we, this absolutely is here to take every single one of you listening into a funnel. Uh, that will help you, but absolutely, you're will, getting we will pr- very sleepy. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 100 percent will benefit us financially. But at the other end, you know, it can't life can't just be about that. 
um, you know, when you go to sleep at night, do you like yourself? When you look in the mirror every day, do you like yourself? And my vibe is when I'm done here, when I'm done on this planet, did I go all out and do everything that I could do to, you know, help people escape what they don't want to be a part of and get to the part of their life where they want to? And this is the vehicle. We realized that the way you and I work, um, this was a way that we could get our message out to as many people as possible. And in, by doing something we actually enjoy, which is hanging out and talking. And right. so, you know, I feel very blessed that podcasting exists um, because there's there's a, a level of ease in actually doing this. It doesn't feel hard for us to get on and talk. And for some reason, people actually like listening to it and it grows our business uh, as well as, you know, the people that we're hearing back from that listen to this podcast, it's growing their business too. It's helping them start their business. It's helping them to have the kind of business that they didn't even know existed before, which is something that they can do from a backpack, you know, not to go back to our tagline, but that's really what we're hearing back from people yeah. is they're getting those tools. And so if I had to give them, you know, an idea of why this, this medium is so important to us, um, all those things, but I think, you know, right down to the core of it, it's because this is a something that comes almost naturally to you and I, which is sitting around talking shit about stuff. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I, I think that that's a key is if you're going to do a podcast, you don't have to be great at it. But if you like talking about a subject, meaning like your family's like, oh, my gosh, that's all you talk about. Oh, my gosh. You know, your friends are like, <laughs> I love that you're into that. But like, right. but here's but here's the thing. Those are people around you. There are tons of people on the planet that are looking for you right now and they want to talk about those things they're just as nerdy or more than you and they're looking for that that group and when you do this you're really you know not to quote nirvana but you're leading a tribe you're building a tribe and um and that's that's what it's all about is this podcasting thing you really are creating a world for people that are into the same things as you to come and feel comfortable and to learn and to share and that that's what it's all about that's what that's why we decided hey this is important and we're going to go all in on it. Yeah, absolutely. And you, and you couldn't have, couldn't have closed it down any better right there. I think it was just absolutely perfect as far as, uh, you know, really pointing to the reason what we're doing. Obviously there's a, there's a marketing aspect behind it, but there's a real soul behind it too. And I think that's really important to, uh, to make sure to share that and bear that. Uh, and, and essentially I'm just going to tell you right now, it's pretty easy to me to be able to see that what you're what you're putting together here is essentially the new microsoft right i mean we're that's that's what's what we're going to be we're literally out there we're eating our own dog food literally on the daily and the genuine nature at what we're at which we're doing it to me is really really obvious and it's very very refreshing and, and cool to be a part of well and, and I'll, I'll leave with this too um when it's all said and done and we've built what we've got to build uh, obviously, we've helped the people that we've we've helped, and, and you know that's the mission. Um, I think it's incredibly cool to have an archive of that all the way through, and to yeah. be able to go back and see this is where it was, this is where it was here, and this is where it was here. Not only is this a you know way for us to teach and to to get out the things that we know to people that you know can benefit from them, but it's a way for us to have a diary of this process that we went through all the way through. And so you know, I look forward to you know. A thousand, two thousand episodes into this, um, as to really seeing, you know, what what the process was and having a documentation. And I think there's value in that for anybody that's playing along with us at home and is a part of our tribe. Um, you know, it, it's it's going to be interesting. So yeah, I love it. I love this medium. I think that you know, 
anybody that's out there that's building a business and wants to go faster, look into a podcast. You're going to suck at it at first. Um, you're going to suck at it for a while, but it's still going to have a lot of value to you and to the people that are listening. So there you go.